Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Um, it's interesting. I started this podcast when I went off Instagram, and I'm now back on Instagram after much tantruming about it. <laughs> I'm back, and I do enjoy aspects of Instagram. Um, it's always been hard for me to decide. It sometimes feels overwhelming to figure out like what content goes in the collective and what content goes in my newsletter and what goes on Instagram and what goes on the podcast and what goes on the journal. And sometimes things feel very distinctly that thing, you know, and I started the podcast when I was off Instagram because it's very important for me to use my voice and I still like doing the podcast because it gives me long form. Um, And I just like having it as a different vessel, you know, but sometimes it's hard to decide if I'm going to record something for the podcast or if I'm going to write it out for the blog. And I worked for a while with a transcriptionist. I just, I don't have the time or bandwidth for it right now. I'm hoping eventually, I know that I think there are captions now, but I'm hoping eventually they will just spit out transcripts. That would be amazing. Until then, there's been a couple of instances where I've kind of reversed a transcript in the sense that I've written a post and then I've shared it um, with my voice here on the podcast. And it feels good to do that sometimes. I don't know if I'll always do that, but when I was sitting down thinking about this one, it felt like it needed to be written. And then once I finished writing it, I was like, oh, I really kind of want to also share it on the podcast. And I know that a lot of you prefer listening to your content. You know, we live busy lives and I had someone message me the other night and say they were listening to it while they were making dinner and I love the idea of being in your ears while you're moving about your day, absorbing whatever pieces that are most resonant and aligned for you in the moment. I also love writing and I love linking to things. Like that's one of the big pieces of my design. One is using my voice and two is breaking things down into manageable bites, but also like weaving things together. And so that's why the collective is the way that it is. I think often about parsing things out, but my magic is in the weave, is in all the ways in which I pull threads and tie things together for integration and support and actually using these things that we talk about, these archetypes. So this share that I'm going to share is up on the journal and you can read it and you can find all the links and I will link it below, but I also wanted to share it here. So um, I'm just going to read through it and probably it will be a quicker, more concise podcast because I wrote it out first, which I don't usually do. I usually am figuring out out as I go. So some of the podcasts could be more spacious as I'm gathering my thoughts, but this one already has my thoughts gathered. So I hope you enjoy. It is called Love Pisces. I've been thinking a lot about Pisces and Virgo as the sun is in Pisces and we are approaching a Virgo full moon. It feels extra up for me as Pisces happens to be on the cusp of the house I'm perfected into for the year. It's also the home of my midheaven and my south node, which is an interesting combination to balance, and this puts it opposite my north node in Virgo and Virgo stellium. This axis is one that is very important for me in this lifetime. 
karmic. The other day while driving to get groceries, I had a very Piscean reminding. I have never subscribed to cancel or call out culture. I actually fought against it and lost friends along the way, which I'm okay with. I have, however, been extremely opinionated in my life. I grew up around a defined Ajna while having mine open, same with my root. Therefore, these are places of deep conditioning for me. I have been quite righteous even in my views, especially in my 20s and early 30s. For the record, I'm 44 now. (laughs) I was guilty of trusting what mass media was telling me without much questioning, and I based pretty solid worldviews around it, of which, while I love to think I was open-minded, were fairly rigid in what I believed were better, more loving, more inclusive positions. Learning about my open Ajna was a permission slip to real open-mindedness, true curiosity, the kind that is really uncomfortable, to the understanding that most of us are doing the best we can with the information we have, our own bias, our environment, the media algorithm we exist within, if we don't seek elsewhere, our trauma, fear, etc., etc. I have thought often about the fact that we live in a society where people are judged harshly for not caring about an issue or sometimes simply not performing their caring. As much as someone else cares about it, at the same time they care about it in the exact way they care about it and show it. The truth is we really have no idea the contribution each person makes to society, to their community, to their family, and the ripples that result. We judge folks who are not in agreement with our perspective without really questioning what formed theirs. And we love to put people in boxes and paint in black and white. While I was driving, I saw something that would have in the past caused me to get all up in my judgment, even if just in a reactionary moment until I could catch myself, pull back, and swallow it up with compassion. I often send folks loving-kindness meditation when I feel somewhere inside of me is judging something about them. That day, I saw something I would have judged, and the little voice piped up, the wee twinge in my body sparked, and I wrestled with it for a minute. Moments later, we pulled up to a light and I watched the same person pull a pre-made care package from their car for the houseless person asking for help in the median. Clearly, this is something they do often, distributing water, toiletries, and kind bars, etc. It was such a tangible, beautiful reminder that while we might look at someone for a specific view, action, belief, political leaning, and judge, we have no idea the good they are doing in the world. We don't actually know the fullness of their life and experience. That the person who is not posting every day about social justice is not donating time to an animal shelter, or the person who doesn't post their performative square on Instagram isn't quietly tithing to boots on the ground, or cares deeply about the environment and never uses single-use plastic. Pisces at its core is compassion. It is remembering our primal oneness. It is reminding us, as Ram Dass shared so beautifully, we are all just walking each other home. As the media continues to try to divide us, this is an important remembering for us all. And the reminding that we all have a different and unique path for that walk. Our cosmic imprint tells us so. Neptune, Pisces' modern ruler, is a great place to begin delineating your distinct lane, your spiritual pilgrimage in this life. Ways to lean into Pisces. Pisces is a mutable water sign, feminine. It deals in the realms of fluidity, of letting go of alchemy and transmutation, adaptability and receptivity. The feminine places in our chart are areas where we are always meant to focus more on receiving, on magnetism, on being in flow and synchronicity rather than of linear and logical action, where we are meant to be open in the spaces of energy and frequency rather than matter. Pisces calls us to surrender, It invites us to daydream without escaping reality into fantasy, 
to get lost without being lost, to tune more deeply into spirit, into divine guidance, to love, accept, and honor ourselves more deeply, to truly do that. It invites us to sit still and watch our minds, to dance through our mornings, to listen to an entire album while doing nothing else but enjoying the music, to stroll through an art gallery in the middle of the afternoon, to create art, to meditate, 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 make art your meditation. It invites us to trust fall into our higher self, into our life, into love, into source. It asks us to stop worrying about how when it comes to manifesting and step into the energies and heart coherence of our desired future self to get addicted to that, to let go of the plans and follow our strategy and authority to each next aligned action, not needing to know five steps down the road, but just focusing on what is right in front of us, to forgive ourselves our missteps, to release criticism and marinate in compassion, to remember that sourcing happiness is an inside job, to get drunk on love. It asks us what and where we need surrender. It invites us to emotional hygiene, to nurture our psychic gifts, to go sit by bodies of water, to take salt baths, to watch the way water flows, to read poetry and tend to romance, to listen to whale sounds, to move old grief, shed tears that water the dreams of our desired future, open the doors to deeper containers of healing. It asks us to understand the power of our sensitivity rather than getting caught in the storms of victimhood to play in the kaleidoscopes of your openness, recognizing the sacred wisdom experienced and learned without becoming what is not you. There is a reason our open centers are called our profit centers in human design. There is power in your openness when you don't become solid with not self, but allow it all to flow through, picking out what serves and discarding the rest. It gently requests tending to the fluids of our bodies, Pisces rules the lymphatic system, and this is a great little practice. Oh, I shared a great little practice to wake up your lymph every day that's linked. Supporting your lymphatic system is intrinsic to your overall well-being. I'm also newly obsessed with vibration plates. It's true, I am. It rules the feet, so invest in some toe-separating socks. Let your toes unfurl and breathe. Get a foot massage or reflexology. Rub magnesium lotion or oil on your feet before bed or castor oil. Love up on them. They carry you everywhere. Nourish your spleen. Support your immune system. While it is much more important if the sun is your time lord for the year or you're perfected into a Pisces house, we are all playing in the Piscean energy, the sun illuminating an area of our charts. So what specific significations are up for you in your Pisces house? Do you have any gates in Pisces? Where is the sun bringing some energy, vitality, life force, light, and how might you bring attention and intention? Members can also check out self-care for water signs in the signs portal. Consider what stuck out to you in this musing and lean in. Love, Pisces. Wherever you are, whenever you are, I hope you're well.